Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Satya Santanam from Mint's personal finance team. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Let me narrate a small incident that I've heard recently. I have a friend named Reshma. She recently moved to the US and was taken aback by learning that monthly rent of a single bedroom flat in Boston is $2500. Reshma was surprised because she converted the dollar rent at the exchange rate of 80 rupees. In rupee terms, the rent is 2 lakh per month. No wonder Reshma was surprised. Do you think that? Most of us tend to convert foreign currency denominated numbers to Indian rupees using the prevailing exchange rate. But there is an inherent flaw in converting every expense or the income directly with the exchange rate as the cost of living in both countries could differ significantly. For example, a 1 lakh dollar salary in the US translates to 80 lakh rupees in India. But just 23 lakh rupees in India offers a similar lifestyle as 1 lakh dollars in US does because the cost of living in India is comparatively lower to that in the US. The act of comparing the cost of a basket of goods between countries comes under the economic concept called purchasing power parity. Despite higher costs of living in the US, the American dream never fades away because of the standard of living that the country offers. Also, the real benefit of depreciating rupee comes into picture when saving the dollars are spent or invested in India. Min spoke to a few Indian IT professionals living in the US about how they manage their finances there. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. First we have Sai Kiran, a resident of Austin in Texas in the US. He has been in the US for more than 10 years. He explains what's costlier and what's cheaper in the US compared to India. Let's invite him. On a lighter note, Sai, yeah. Tell me about your general lifestyle in the US, no? General lifestyle in the US when uh, like when you ask about lifestyle like uh, the thing that the thing that I like about this is like you know I I get to choose however I want to live. Like you know, you can uh you know you can either you can get a you can get a mercedes or you can get a toyota you can get a honda or you know you can you can get to be in a house you want you can get to be in a car you want you can get to do whatever you want like and it's up to you like you know if you like you can stretch a lot uh so it I depends on i can get all these things in india as well no um yes you can but uh, see for someone like let's say let's say like you know let's say for someone who's making something similar uh, to what i'm making in india uh, in terms of purchase parity like you no know, ppp purchasing power parity it's it's very difficult for someone who's making something similar uh, in india to lead a certain life like for example let's say if i'm if let's say if i'm i'm working for a company called x uh, which actually offered me a similar similar position in india as well and i don't think i can come close to what i'm able to do here or how i'm able to lead my life here nothing close see you see there, there might be little pros and cons like you know see for example there might there might be people who can argue 
or who can say that you know what i can i can have someone come to my house and you know uh give me a haircut or i can have someone uh, take care of the entire house for uh, a very very uh reasonable price you know things are different there right like you know see those things can happen there it's it's not possible here it's it, uh, it's beyond it's beyond anybody's pay grade like i would say 95% of the people in us cannot afford to have a full time uh individual like you know taking care of your uh, you know dishes and you know maybe clothes or stuff like that that doesn't happen in us most of the people at least like i would say 95% of the people cannot afford to have uh someone take care of things like you know taking care of the house and stuff like that like you know that most of the people in india have like you know it doesn't happen here Mm, so if you if you exclude that if you exclude that like that if that's a if that that's considered as a luxury then yeah that that's something that i'm missing here but to me like it it, it depends right like you know for me uh you know i i i work hard i work hard for what i really want to uh you know uh be in like you know let's say i always wanted to have a certain kind of uh certain kind of things that i really want like uh, you know you know certain kind of things that i really wanted like i i could easily get it like i i you know for example it's matter of it's it's matter of just going to the showroom and getting it for example um, for example i used to consider i used to think that you know don't get me wrong when i quote always about cars because i i i used to have this fantasy towards cars when i was a kid mm-hmm. and i always used to think that it's something for the riches or something for the celebrities or you know uh you know you know i always used to see like i you know i thought it's not for common people mm, mm. but i i've realized that it's it's just matter of just going to the showroom here that's it mm. you think about something you can get it i don't know if someone who's for example let's say if someone like uh, 50 lakhs or 60 lakhs in india is a pretty decent money right like you know right. uh, it's, a, it's yeah. an awesome money to uh, you know I don't think it's easy for someone to just get a 75 or 80 lakh car. It will be that would be eating up a lot of your uh, paycheck and that that's that, that's what I'm saying like you know here it's like you know that particular car would probably cost like 50 60000 here and mm-hmm. that will still be less than 8% or 7% of your uh, take home. if you're making a decent i'm not i'm not talking about a huge salary or something you know it's if, even if you consider a median salary a mm-hmm. median salary in uh, and like uh, i'm talking about indian like on an average indians are the most affluent uh, society in the us okay. most affluent of all mm-hmm. and we we range at an average of like 125000 dollars per annum oh, per family huh? even if you take that average Uh, mm-hmm. that's still that will probably put you at like $8000 after taxes per month mhm if you take a decent car like 50 60000 you could probably think of any, any you know you can get a bmw as well and that that will still put you at less than 10% of your uh, take home which mm. is significantly affordable right easily affordable that's what i'm saying the cost of certain things in the us are very very costly the labor cost especially is very very costly while there are mm-hmm. some things which which could come at a reasonably lower cost like when you mentioned about your car yes you could afford it in the us while you may not be able to afford it in india for the same work that you are doing uh, at both yeah. places 
um yeah. so why don't you talk about few of the expenses that are very costly in the us or you know some you know which are not very costly and cheaper in the us but costly in india let's say this is something that happened uh 2 months ago in my house there was a problem uh with my fridge i i don't know for some reason it started leaking a little bit of course it started leaking a little bit from the uh inside like and then it started coming on to the floor uh i tried to because i'm i'm not i'm not uh, someone who's experienced at fixing these things i tried to do it i tried to fix it by you know seeing couple of videos on youtube and then i couldn't figure it out so i had to call someone um to see if they can uh, come and fix it for me they charged me they they said they they quoted me uh this like they said that they'll charge me 150 dollars to just come and visit and come and take a look because they have to drive all the way from a certain place which is like 30 40 miles from my place and then once they find the issue they said that it could probably if that is an issue with uh, you know uh, something it would be 350 if you know approximately they said 150 plus 400 dollars at least at least that's crazy get that fixed mm. so and then you know you know see if i'm spending 550 to 700 dollars to fix something I could actually like you know what I I can invest another thousand dollars to get a brand new fridge. It's like it's always like that. It's always like that. To fix a microwave, mm. it costs you hundred dollars, but a brand new microwave is only one fifty dollars. It's always like that here. But in India, it's not like that. I I I saw my father fixing the same fan ten fifteen times, <laughs> uh, and used it. Uh, you know that it. fan. Yeah, that that fan has. a date uh, you know uh, that fan was gifted by my dad's friend uh, at at his uh, like at, at my parents wedding uh, you know in 1986 mm-hmm. and it still has the date on top of it and you know it's one, you know presented by someone on this day something and they that's still have nice. it mm. so it, it that that that's what that's something that i see like you know see it, it's expensive here because you cannot you, you have to move on and you have to buy stuff you have to change stuff it's expensive here those things are uh, those those are the things like you know when you, yeah when you consider purchase per parity right like you know few things are very 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 cheap here like um like you know or any electrical appliances like tv right like you know i don't know why uh, a 75 inch tv would cost 2 uh, 3 lakhs in india you know yeah yeah uh, to, to a, a, a decent uh, but 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 you can get you can get that for like 450 dollars 500 dollars uh, in us and also let's say a reclining sofa uh, you know a, a so a reclining sofa is a luxury in india more because i don't see them very often in india like uh, i don't see everywhere i only see them in very very i, I you know my my mom, my mom always always liked my sofa at home and she thought she would like you know she wanted to get one i thought yeah. i i told my mom that i would buy one mm. and then i was surprised to look at the price because it's two times more expensive than how much it costs in india so yeah at the end it's all about priorities i would say like you know what you want like you know if you do you really want to take uh, you know uh, you know relax and take care of uh, have someone take care of your household stuff and then work on something that that you that you really like then 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 you have other choices like if you want to you know yeah it it depends right like and i i wanted this i know that i'm uh, i know what i was getting into at that time when i moved to us 12 years ago I know that I have to take care of uh, my stuff, and I started liking it. Like you know, I, That's I, you know, I've got, I've got used to 
clean english is in the night that's okay i got used to it and i and i got used to you know taking care of my lawn every sunday uh, two three hours that's that's okay that i got used to it um, and i do most of most of the stuff in the house i do it by myself it's all diy because i cannot afford to have someone come and take a look at my uh thing every day right like every other week or something you know i paint my house inside i take care of i fix my beds i i try to fix everything uh to the to the extent that i can like you know in my if there is something in my capacity i'll try to do it i'll try to fix it by myself that way i'm i like it yeah that's brilliant that's brilliant that's all from sai now we have bala manohar who lives in maryland state in the us Manohar moved to US 7 to 8 years back on a work visa. His intention is to earn good money in US and return back to India for a better lifestyle. He explains how pandemic reduced the salary gap between IT professionals in US and India. So basically I used to work for a consulting firm uh from an offshore and the ones the client is like a, a bank a, a very big bank in America. so i used to deal my work itself used to be from offshore uh, dealing with uh, dollars uh, how much uh, how much retirement money like uh, understand the retirement plans in usa my project itself is to work on retirement plans of usa so i used to deal with money lot of oh, dollars no. uh, okay okay uh, so that gives you some perspective of how much to save and all right if i'm not wrong yes. so Okay. Yes. So during during that pro- during that uh, project uh, only, I get to, I got to know like most of uh, uh, most of these uh, common uh, all the clients how much they usually try to save for their uh, retirement uh, from the age of twenty three twenty four when they start work. Uh, I I do have a clear portfolio picture of each individual who is to work for uh, who has an account in that bank. how much they used to save how much how they used to plan their retirement life so that you that gave me some kind of uh, uh, picture for me that uh, okay us uh, savings is different to uh, what the savings in india so that's one advantage to me uh, and the category one people like who come for masters they have no clue but for me uh, because i had this exposure to this uh, banking finance domain in us already i had some picture like uh, how the cost of living would be for a retired person how much they usually uh, everyone has a target uh, for the lifestyle to save it uh, in a uh, in a better uh, life for a better lifestyle so so i got some picture and uh, uh, so i know like uh, it's not rupee to dollar is not always equal uh, and uh, one more added advantage to me was uh, most of my colleagues who were uh, working with me for uh, Three four years, they then moved. So in consultancy firms, from uh, how they come to onsite is, uh, they send one by one. Like once uh, they are enough capable, they if they're able to prove the skill that uh, is going to survive in the onsite uh, for the work they are, they have learned. So that's how the rotation works. So one will go uh, stay in US for uh, the plan of the consultancy company would be like he'll. uh he'll be in on site for 5 uh, years then he will mentor some five uh five uh, juniors over here in offshore and then he will come back uh, and then these juniors will go whoever is uh, killed by then it's a rotation wise so i have few contacts uh, who are my seniors uh, who went to us before me like i have at least uh, five to six people who came to you on site and uh, they used to tell like how they are 
lifestyle is in US how much they are saving yeah yeah before we go ahead uh, you know uh, even when you come to the us did you also start uh, you know comparing everything with the indian prices and how is it now uh not anymore so after uh, i think it's a it's a common thing uh, everyone does that and it's a known thing also they do only for uh, a year or two years that's it uh, after that they get mm. used to yeah after that they get used to dollars because they are doing they are converted like a billion things they have converted in that one two years already even a small grocery <laughs> thing they do they they we already have uh, calculated it right so yeah, right, uh, now right. yeah. yeah so maybe our mind get tuned to that uh, uh, conversion uh, automatically it, it's not like i have to think about it it uh, i know that uh, now i know like uh what's the basic uh, cost that i go to grocery weekly it's expected this is expected okay 50 or 100 dollars if there is some transferring coming okay it's expected that it, uh, this is what is uh, going to price and also uh of course uh, you know when you were actually moving to the us uh, the kind of income that you must be getting here must hold must also would have uh, increased drastically um but how did it feel like i mean did you think that you were earning much more than what you were earning in india or do you think for the kind of uh, cost of living that you will be having in the us uh, it's just what uh, is at par with what you were getting in india um so satya here uh, one thing you should uh, when you're making this uh, you should i will tell one thing importantly to uh, to like uh, consider uh, in india pre pandemic post pandemic things have changed drastically uh, in india for it people uh, maybe you have seen into this uh, media and uh, you might be aware of uh, that uh, current base scale that the indian it firms are giving is almost equal to the us in some in some scenarios i know few for people, example uh, sorry uh, can you give an example here maybe just in, in the form of numbers just an example rough example yeah so anyone in on average in this last two years i have seen all my teammates or colleagues who are in india like they didn't they are we are in same team they didn't get onset opportunity because of some uh, some other reason yeah, whatever reason they are not able to come to onset but they are still my colleagues i know like at least uh 15 my team size was 20 i know at least 15 people uh i know them uh, who have switched their job in uh, pandemic in india during pandemic time and uh, the average they are making per annum is right now 40 lakh per annum and everyone are in uh, bangalore uh, mumbai mostly and there are very two or three people in hyderabad i know just all these 50 about the 15 people at least uh, 10 people are above 40 lakh and the rest are like above 35 lakh per annum uh, but do you think that that's that comparable to uh, you're saying that it's comparable to what uh, someone uh, a typical it person in the us will be making definitely uh, it's a lot improvement than what post pandemic pre pandemic a lot improvement so uh, in the us nothing 
changed actually. Pandemic didn't actually raise uh, salaries to any of the people over here. Oh, but, this is uh, an interesting point. Mm. Yeah, in in US it did happen. Like there is no uh, sudden rise of fifty percent, hundred percent hike didn't happen in US. But in India it happened. Mm. It literally mm. happened. I, mm. I I I know. I literally know uh, at least. Fifty percent of the people who have changed their jobs have got like eighty percent hike. People who are getting ten lakh, yeah, they are getting now thirty, fifty uh, lakh. They are getting forty. They are double. Their their annual salaries are double. Literally, uh, it's all happened in the last two years only. And that okay. uh, and that actually made so many people. Yeah, I wanted to add this before that. Uh, so. A few of these people who had a wish or who had a dream of coming to US for savings, they don't they don't want to come anymore. They made they changed their decision because they're This making more savings uh, than mm. me. Manohar also highlighted that in the case of a married couple in the US, if both of them earns in US currency, the benefit could be higher due to the shared cost there will be a higher scope for saving which will translate to even higher amount when converted to indian currency and that's his logic which makes a lot of sense now let's move to our next guest mr and mrs saket verma and sindhuja for saket living in the us is more about having an international experience and the value it adds to his career Varma first visited the US to pursue a master's degree in 2015 and lives in the Tennessee state. His wife recently moved to the US on a dependent visa and looking for job opportunities. Let's listen what they have to say. Tell me Sindhu uh, how how difficult is it to get a job in the US for you than to find a job for you in India? Yeah, the first thing is the very first difficult thing is you getting a visa in us to do a job is difficult say in india mm-hmm. what we do we have the we have a we we are qualified to do something what we do according to the qualifications or the requirement we apply for the job we'll give an interview if we are in we'll take the job and go ahead with the job right 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 there is an extra point to that in us that you must have a visa to work in the us so to get that visa they have a long procedure for for example i will take my case as an example see i came as a h4 dependent to us mm-hmm. in order to do job in us i should have a eid uh sorry i didn't get you ID, yeah mm-hmm. sorry eid in order to get eid is employment authorization document okay which you would get from the government yes i have to apply for that in order okay. to in order to apply for ead saket must have i20 to be approved i140 to be approved okay okay mm-hmm. so this in order in order to get approved it will take months so to work here once you get the visa i think from then every from then uh, from that point everywhere it is the same understand it's just that you have to apply for that you have to get that and you know the time is something that takes time yeah till you get it 
yes that have you applied for it sindhu yeah uh two days before i just applied for um, that's nice and uh, good luck with you for that thank you uh-huh. fingers crossed yeah 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 and sakit you know when you uh, how long has it been for you in the us um seven years okay okay how does it feel like i mean you you've come here uh, based on your college degree or you know like why don't you tell about tell us about your journey coming to the us and you know how did you start here and uh, how did you yeah what, what, what is your uh, journey from a financial perspective um so i came to the us for doing my masters uh, so i started my masters like in uh, as an electrical engineering um with a, my major with my major as electrical engineering and my minor as computer engineering um yeah i really like the work environment in here i think much com- uh, a little bit compared to india um because most of my friends are still working in india at that time i mean still they're working here as i mean they're still working right now as well but uh comparing the work environments and the opportunities i think um um if you are not from a high level university like the iits or nits mm-hmm. uh starting your job off in the us uh felt really nice for me uh one of the reasons is the people are so nice here um mm-hmm. i mean there are some people everywhere who can uh who can be a pain but uh, <laughs> right. the people in my first job has been really nice to me uh it really helped me get started with work uh i really like the work commitment of it and i think it really depends on the managers mm-hmm. um the managers uh so let's say if there's some pressure uh coming in from the top down to get some work completed uh the manager should really take care of those things and make sure that his workers are not getting um like overworked um i think people in the us like uh, us managers uh has a better uh better chance of ma- like you know work management when usually compared to indian managers they usually try to um get more productivity done mm-hmm. on what i have observed they get to try to get more productivity done and they don't usually take care about um you know their workers they just want to um uh, get the work done and uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the main differences i think as on between like asian managers in general with the uh, us based managers okay as a starter and i mean as a starter and i think also for developing yourself i think uh, a person in in us would get a much better chance because us is, uh, i would like to say is like a technological giant many mm-hmm. new technologies come here and if they are going to get implemented mm-hmm. they're going to get implemented first in the us mm-hmm. and it really gives you a chance to learn on this new technologies before the world catches up and mm-hmm. um and uh, once you learn those uh, anything related to any new technologies it also give you better opportunities and better like better job opportunities and better growth as well Sure, so sure. i think yes uh, from a technological point of view uh us would be the best place to work understand understand coming from a financial perspective you know do you think you're financially better off in the us when compared to uh you know being in india um 
I can't hundred percent answer that question, but I think uh, I'm in a better place right now when compared to um, well, like comparing myself to some of my friends in India. Um, the difference was much bigger uh, when we started our careers. Uh, even though we started our careers around the same time, um, I was working in a much better place. uh in a much better work environment but it's not as easy for juniors in india usually uh so once any, anyone gets to like a senior position or a team lead position i think the difference is closest a little bit uh because the salary ranges for a team lead and a manager in india are almost as the same as the salary that they get in the us um awesome isn't it It's fascinating to listen to the stories of these four individuals and their different perspectives. But the only thing common among all these guests is about what they miss in India, which is family. That's something which cannot be measured. That's all for now in this episode, listeners. If you have any queries or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Satya Sontanam. S A T Y A S O N T A N A M, or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Bye bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.